Louis, I'm going to have to start this podcast. Is that all right? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jake Kerr, and this is the Black Ink Podcast, episode number 24. I would like to welcome you. I want you to get comfortable. I want you to get excited because I've had three days off. Hey, and now I'm back. I feel like I've got some things to talk about, and I'm also fucking coming in with absolutely nothing to talk about at the same time. It's episode number 24, which means that we're fucking an hour and a half away from this being a quarter century podcast. I've done 23 podcasts so far, and it feels like somehow, it doesn't feel like I've been doing it forever, but at the same time, it does feel like I've been doing it forever. I feel confident, I feel comfortable, I'm excited, I'm just happy to be here, I'm happy to be doing it, so here we are. I'm, uh, I'm also coming off the back of bloody three days work on the coffee van. Now... If you don't know what the situation is, I got offered uh, four days work on a local coffee van, obviously because I used to have my coffee van, um, so I kind of know the, the ins and outs of how it all works on a daily basis. Um, mine was a mobile coffee van, and this one is a stationary one, so it's a little bit different, but in essence, it's the same thing. Um, I mean, the difference between a coffee van and a cafe is you got one person doing you know, the conversing, the delivering, the making of the coffee, the, the money situation, the cleaning up. You have to do everything all in one. So it's kind of a, you have to be a bit of a jack of all trades and you have to always be kind of proactive and a step ahead of yourself. Otherwise you kind of get caught behind super easy. So look, I've enjoyed myself, but it's been a quite a learning experience because I feel like what I've taken away from it is firstly, I like realize that I'm really good at doing a good job. And it's, I feel confident in saying that because I feel like my work speaks for itself. And at the same time, I mean, even saying this right now where you, the listener, can't like obviously see me on the coffee van or maybe you did, but you know, most people can't see me on the coffee van. The reality is I'm on episode fucking 24. I'm still doing the shit and I'm only getting better with every episode. You know, you can see Black Ink's doing its thing. So I'm happy to say that I'm a hard worker, but the problem is, is this hard work kind of comes at a cost. And I think what I learned the most about these three days is like... And I want to make this relatable for everyone. So to give you a bit of a backstory, and obviously like a lot of people are aware of this situation, but we'll just, we'll start the story from where it starts. Now, I haven't done an honest day's work for about 18 months up until I got to the point that I was doing some cementing at this new rental that we've got. Um, and obviously working on this coffee van for six, seven hours at a time, which includes, you know, waking up early, going to the coffee van, setting it up at the location, doing the damn thing for six hours and then packing up and restocking and cleaning up and so on. And the first thing I realized is obviously I'm just not built for this anymore. Not that I'm not, not that I couldn't develop the muscles to do this and the stamina to, to kind of, you know, keep on doing it and, and go day in, day out without getting tired. But like, not yesterday, but the day before I crashed, you know, I quite simply just needed more sleep. I was struggling. I wanted to have a sleep in the afternoon. I couldn't do that because I'm still trying to maintain my personal life and maintain my business life as well as doing this job. And obviously it's a it's a temporary position. I'm only doing it for these three, four days and then I'm moving on. But the thing that I noticed is like mentally I was fucked because I had all these, you know, you're having all these conversations, you're doing all these little additions and subtractions, all these mathematical equations as you're going along. And you're also like delivering a quality product. You're still keeping an eye on the on the coffee pours and making sure the milk's right and you know making sure everything's in place and it's staying clean and all the rest. And when I laid my head down at 8:30, like I went to sleep scared that I'd sleep through my alarm, which I've only done like once or twice before in my entire life of setting stupidly early alarms a lot. So it was interesting to kind of have that takeaway from it. And then also going into my second day in a row, which was yesterday 
kind of with a bit of a foggy mind. If you noticed or if you didn't notice, I didn't post anything on social media yesterday. It was only stories. And I kind of felt like, is the money that I'm getting for the job that I'm doing worth what I'm losing as far as Black Ink is concerned? Now, look, in no way, let me state this right now, in no way that I am I upset about doing the job, in no way was the job not something that I enjoyed doing. It was a fucking brilliant experience and obviously I got paid for it, which is money in your pocket, whether you need it or not, is always a good thing. So I'm super happy that I got the opportunity and I'm super happy that I took them up on the opportunity. But the thing that I learned during the process and now speaking retrospectively that it's done. Today's Thursday afternoon, by the way, I finished about two hours ago and I've just kind of been mulling around doing bits and pieces. But the thing that I learned is my energy was given to that task because I do a good job. I really focus on making sure that the job is done correctly. And so, and like for me, it comes without saying that that means that you go, you meet what is required of you on the job and you do five or 10% extra. And that's got nothing to do with the job. That's got to do with you. That's letting the, the boss know like, hey, just just so you know, I put in a fucking, a good day's worth of work here for me and for you because I appreciate as a business owner what it is to have someone else doing this whole thing that you do. You know, I want you to feel like you got your value out of what you paid me. So therefore it is what it is. But unfortunately, I didn't have that energy to give to Black Ink, right? Now, this is where this is a situation where you're going to have to trust me because I'm coming from a place of uh, transparently telling you and explaining what I'm experiencing as I'm going through it, as is the point of this podcast. A lot of times when things are happening with Black Ink, the podcast finds out it before I do because I just speak from the heart and I find that as I'm saying things, I'm realizing them about my own business, which is kind of exciting in a way. I'm just going to push, put this backwards because it's fucking putting me off a little bit. I feel like it's casting a shadow on my face and it's too pretty to cover up, you know? I'm joking, it's not that pretty, but I don't wanna cover it up. What I have learned from having this, like I've gone from having brilliant jobs, jobs that are, you know, uh, pay great money, they're, 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 they have structure to them, which means you have to build a routine around that, you have to kind of build, obviously you have to, as a foundation, make sure that you're all good for work, do your job, and then on top of that, you have your personal life and your you know, you might have a relationship with someone or you might have responsibilities or um, dependencies on you like kids or animals or whatever it might be. And you build this whole life around that. And as I've explained in the past, I've taken, uh, what would you call it, vocational time where I have elected to, you know, with the savings that I have and getting myself ahead financially, I've allowed myself to have time off work so I can experience what it's like being an adult having no responsibility to a job, having no responsibility to a boss, just having a, a, a time period where I can just figure out what the fuck is going on, where I can just have time to breathe and think and relax and just, okay, who's Jake? How does Jake feel? Who is Jake when he doesn't have a job or doesn't have a responsibility? But the thing that I found with these is I always had an end date. And the thing about having a job is you are constantly under the pressure of a time constraint. Now, whether it means we have to get this job done by the end of the day, or whether it means we're trying to get this project done by the end of the month, or whether it means in six weeks time, I am gonna go back to the job that I had, even though I'm giving myself six weeks off. You are living within a time frame that even if you don't consciously think about it, you are subconsciously living by it, right? Now, I understand that most people don't think like this, and, I, and some people can actually just go, fuck it, I'm not working for six weeks, I don't know, fucking whatever, dude, and they fucking zone out. Coming, coming from the point of view as someone who doesn't think like that, here's what I've found. When I work, when I, when I have these boundaries 
of what I can do in that time. Like it might be as simple as if you've got six weeks off, that means I can smoke weed for the first week of that six weeks and it's not going to come up in my body when I go back to the fucking job and I get piss tested or whatever it might be. Even then my mind, my mind starts to break down like, right, I've got a week, maybe a week and a half of being able to smoke weed on this time off. And that means that for that week and a half, I can be someone who is allowed to do whatever I want, spend whatever money I want, smoke as much weed as I want, do whatever drugs you want, have fun. But then when that, that week and a half is up responsibly, I have to stop doing what I'm doing there as far as that particular inebriant is concerned. And I have to start to kind of pull my head in. So already I don't actually have six weeks off. I might have a week and a half of freedom, but I also have four and a half weeks of, of sticking to the straight and narrow so that I'm still good for when I go back to work. And I know you go like, right, obviously don't go fucking downhill skiing or something in that time so you don't break your leg and make yourself unable to work. But it still means that I'm living within this set of rules, right? The biggest thing that I found when I said to myself, right, I'm going to save up all this money. We're going to do up the caravan and the car. We're going to build a life around traveling. We're going to go traveling. And there is no plan after that. That is a bizarre thing to live by as a standard, as a fucking first starting block to be put, to put yourself in a situation where you're like, right, we're just going to fucking throw caution to the wind and see what happens. It's wild because all of a sudden your mind opens up to this vast field of like, sometimes it's almost scary because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what you're going to do. You don't know what situation is going to arise and how you're going to deal with it because there is no time frame in which you have to do it. Right. And even saying like, I'm going to go traveling you know, via car and caravan by myself or with my partner or whatever it might be, even then, like, are you coming from a vast history of knowing what's going to happen when you go traveling down the road in a caravan? So no, it's probably the first time for you. And even if it's a second time, the thing you know from the first time is it's unpredictable. Anything can happen. Coronavirus can fucking drop on you and mean that you can't go traveling for the next fucking 20 years. You know what I mean? Which is exactly what happened to me. And with the lifestyle that I have built around like where I'm at right now. Obviously it started as an online fucking fish finder selling business like uh, drop shipping, e-commerce, rah, 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 and it's now turned into black ink. I effortlessly operate this business because I'm having fun. I have built a business around what I like doing. I built a business around clothes that I like wearing. I'm doing podcasts because I enjoy having this experience where I'm finding things out about myself and I'm also sharpening the sword of being this person who speaks to the internet and has opinions and isn't scared of them and is confident in how they speak and and do everything that you do. I'm doing this because I enjoy it. Now, not to say that I don't enjoy making coffee because obviously I've done that in the past for years and years. It made me money. It was all good. But the thing that it did is it took me away from the thing that I wanted to do. And the thing that kept on occurring to me is the only reason I can see how clear this is. And I feel like even what I'm saying, it can be it can be interpreted so many different ways because I know that I had this exact thought, these words that I'm saying, that when you work for a job for someone else, you are their person. You're a product of their ideas. You're a product of their plan, right? That's what you are. But now that I'm out of that idea of working for someone else or working a job, whatever it might be. And I'm so far down the road, even though it's only a mere seven or eight months properly down the road of having my own business and doing something with it. The thing that I realize is as soon as I'm taken out of it, how much energy I don't have left for me and my interests when I'm giving myself to someone else's idea and business, right? Now with that, I'm working six or seven hours a day, three days in a row, 
and I genuinely have completely skipped on maybe four days of what's going on in my business. Interactions, conversations, posting, things that I needed to do for the well-being of my business are completely gone. Why? Because I gave myself to this other thing. And as a side note, this is why I get upset when people say like, oh yeah, no, I'm going to get into doing my own brand and doing all this shit. Like, bro, you honestly have to be working like four or five hours after you finish your job when you get home on this thing. Because if I'm working 13, 14 hours a day on black ink, right? And it's happening the way it's happening. Like I'm, I'm going through all the steps. I'm doing all the shit you got to do at the start. All the things you don't want to do and all the things you do want to do. And seven months, eight months down the track, this is where I'm at. What do you think you can do by putting in three or four hours a week? You know, you think you make an Instagram page and you put a couple of posts on there the first month and you draw some ideas down and you fucking design some shit on, on Photoshop with your mate or illustrator and like, what do you think you're going to achieve with that? This is what I'm doing flat out and look what I've got. Like I've only just got to a point where this is starting to generate some money. Now, obviously, if my online store blows up or if my Instagram goes huge or if my Facebook goes huge or my podcast goes huge or my NFT sell heaps, obviously, it's a beautiful thing that can happen. It's going to make me heaps of money. It's going to generate a lifestyle that'll be really cool and rah, rah, rah. But the reality is, this is what it is. For like the first 12 months, this is what it is. It's pushing around marbles in the sand until you figure out what the fuck you're doing and what generates money. To think that you can do this in your spare time after you've given 85, 90% of your energy to a job and to your personal life and to your hobbies and your bullshit. And now you think you're going to have a side gig because you saw some dude talking to you on a podcast and you can go do your own thing. The reality is if you're going to do your own thing, you need to pull yourself. You need to get, I don't want to put anyone down who's trying to do their own thing. What I'm trying to say is the amount of energy that a normal life that we're taught to chase, to go get a job, to do well, to build a career, all this shit, that is the thing that will stop you from doing what you want to do. Now, just before I get too, down, too far down this wormhole, just know that if you have something you want to do, like if you really know, like, right, that's what I want to do. I want to fucking do this in my spare time until I can get to a point where this is my main shit. Do the smallest possible thing first. Do it exceptionally well and do it until you know it so well that the next thing you need to do comes organically. Do you understand? You need to do the smallest thing you can possibly think. Do it really well. Do it until it's done. And when it's done, the next thing that you need to do should be organic and it just happens next. Don't try and go from like, oh yeah, I'm going to start a brand. Here's all my designs. Oh, okay, bro. Where's your fucking social presence? Where's your, where's your brand trust? Where's, where's anything? You know what I mean? Like, because you've got an Instagram page with four fucking posts and 128, 128 followers. You, I'm sorry, but you don't have anything. You know what I mean? Like you don't have anything. That's the reality of what's going on. You don't have anything. There's heaps of shit you need to do. And from my point of view, I get so angsty because I feel like, I mean, the thing that I'm learning right now is like, I've got so much shit. I mean, the first thing I did when I got home, I'm doing paperwork and rah, rah, rah. And while I've got this energy, I'm like, let's go fucking bang out a podcast. Like, I feel like I need to record two podcasts today because I got three podcasts behind doing this job. You know, like the amount that I had to give to this job, I feel like now I have to remake up inside my own business because I've just been absent for three days. Does that, does this make sense? I feel like I'm... I feel like right now, I mean, it's the snake eating its tail. I don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over. And to, to, to go back a point as well, please don't, don't see what I just said as any sort of like me not encouraging you to go chase the shit you want to do. What I'm saying is if you've got something that you want to do, you got to chase the fuck out of it, right? You don't fuck around, don't pretend and don't half do it. 
when you get home, you have to be the motherfucker who like gets home, puts all other things. Like, I don't give. I'm not gonna smoke bongs tonight. I'm not gonna do whatever. I'm not going to hang out with my mate. I'm not going for a ride on my motorbike. I'm doing this. And if this is reading a book, or if this is watching a YouTube video, or if this is learning how to build a website, or if this is learning what other people did when they started in the field that you want to get good at, then that's what the fuck you're doing, right? I remember hearing Elon Musk saying like, you know, I would code. 12 hours a day and then I would go home and code more and like got to a point where he was living in his office so he could just work all the fucking time and he would say if customers called me at one o'clock in the morning and said they were having trouble with a program or a code or whatever I would get up straight away and I would do it there and then for them and I never really like I didn't tweak onto what that meant until it was happening for me organically when I had customers not even talking about products or anything just having conversations with me it's like man if you message me at eight o'clock at night and I see the message I reply to you because that's got to do with my business. You know, if I have a great idea at eight o'clock at night and I'm fucking balls deep in some dinner or doing something with, with, with my girl, like I'll go to the thing that has come up in my mind and I write it down and expand on it and whatever's going on because everything that I do right now is for black ink. And if I was to walk away from it at eight o'clock cause I'm like, oh no, the lights are off, the doors are closed, whatever, dude, fuck you, you're not in it. You're not in it enough. And if you fail, you because it's because you know that one time at 8 o'clock when you had a good idea and didn't write it down and it didn't fucking pop up in your mind again, now it's gone. That could have been the million dollars float out the door. And that's what it takes to be the motherfucker who has it all. It's to not have a time limit. It's to not have any energy limit or whatever it might be to go like, oh, no, the fucking, no, you know, call me in the morning, that's tomorrow's problem. No, 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 it's now. We're doing that now. Man. And obviously, as I was speaking, there's so much shit I said that just contradicts myself. But at the same time, like, do, do, do you feel what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, be the motherfucker who does it. If you have something that you know you want to do, just go do it. Just go do it. Go do it. Start today. You know, and if you don't know where to start, fucking brilliant. Find out where to start. That's your first job. <laughs> you know, like, it's that simple. Oh, I wouldn't possibly know what to do first. Okay. Just fucking put a whole bunch of ideas on a board, throw a dart in it, and just do that one. And if you get halfway through that and realize, oh, fuck, I actually need to do this, this, and this before I can do it, go do this, this, and this. And if you get halfway through one of those and go like, oh, fuck, I don't even have an ABN, go get an ABN. You know? And if you go to get an ABN and then you realize I don't have an internet connection, go get an internet connection. Whatever you have to do first, just go do the first thing and do it fucking well. Going back to one of my like more original um, episodes of this was... Uh, you know, giving you permission, giving yourself permission to do something really well. Trust me, when you've got something that you want to do for yourself, permit, giving permission to yourself to do it really well should come naturally. You shouldn't have to give yourself permission to do it well. You should have a drive, a fucking hunger to do it well because you want to see this thing grow into something beautiful. You know, you should have some sort of vision for it in the future where it's like, I don't even quite know what it is, but I just know that I want it. I know that I want whatever I've got to grow into that thing. And I want it to just, I want it so much that like, I, man, I wrote fucking 85 personalized letters out last week and each one of them has beautiful handwriting on them. Why? Because each one of those I'm speaking to my customers. I'm making a point. I sent this to you. This is for you from my business. You're not speaking to Jake. You're speaking to Black Ink and I am Black Ink and I'm trying to give you the greatest thing that Black Ink possibly can. Oh no, I've gone down the fucking rabbit hole, haven't I? Man, you know what's interesting about the coffee van is I, I had to relearn how to communicate with people. And it's funny because all the communicating that I do, obviously communicating happens a whole bunch of different ways. And the one thing that I learned about this particular form of communication is, I mean, obviously 
I'm not sure if you're aware, but a barista has the same conversation 50 times a day. Oh, the weather, oh, the footy. Like, hey, bro, just fucking come up with anything other than the weather and the footy and we'll be right as rain. You know what I mean? Honestly, if you pulled up and asked me what car I drove, I give you more props than if you pull up and go, oh, it's fucking windy today. Yes, Susan, it's windy. Where do we take this conversation from here? Do you want to talk about yesterday's weather? No? Then shut the fuck up about the weather then. But one thing, and I know this is important to me because it made me cry, right? One thing that I learned is, uh, you know, I made fucking 90 coffees yesterday or 80, 80 or 90 coffees. Dude, you got to get off my lap. You're so heavy. I'm sorry. Get down. Oh, oh good girl. And then... You know, I meant to pack up at 12 o'clock. So at 11.30, you start doing back flushes on the, on the van and stuff like that. You know, you do your back flush on the coffee machine and you start to get things clean and it comes to like 5 to 12 and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to turn off the machine. Why? Here's my reason. Because I haven't had a customer in 15 minutes. Because so far, if, if we take the last 15 minutes as a block of its own, I have spent more money in this business than I have made. I am not selling any coffees and I have a generator using fuel. I've got a staff member standing here doing nothing but scrolling on his phone. I've got, there is nothing going on. There's no obvious business on the way. I'm five minutes away from shutting down. I'm gonna make the executive decision and shut it down. Now, I've just made 80 coffees. I've just had 80 great interactions of giving people their drug in the morning because they're addicted to caffeine and I'm the fucking dealer who they come to, right? I've given them their caffeine. They're happy to see me. They're happy to pay me. You get a little bit of shit talking. You get the vibe with these people. It's cool. And then someone pulls up and they, you know, fucking get out of the car and they walk over and like quite fucking obviously the coffee van shut down because there's no generator turned on. There's no jugs. Like everything's packed away. The table's not out or nothing. It's like, oh, hey, sorry. I'm actually packed up for the day. I'll fuck it. And as I get to that point, they turn around and walk away. Um, dude, that hurts me. That hurts me. You know what I mean? You turn it like, there's no like, oh, really? Oh, fuck, that sucks. I've been hanging out for a Just like a, Ugh. before I even finish my sentence, dude, fuck you. Fuck you. Do you know how fucking heartbreaking it is? Like, I'm trying to deliver a brilliant product to you. I love the fact that I'm good at making coffee in a fucking outdoor environment with this coffee van and I've just got to have 80 fucking great interactions and then that one cunt decides to turn around while I'm halfway through apologizing that I can't make their coffee for them at midday. By the way, who the fuck drinks a real coffee after like 11 o'clock in the morning? Dude, what are you doing? Like, I love getting on it. I don't love getting on caffeine in the fucking afternoon, if you know what I mean. That's wild to me. But then they turn around, turn their nose up at me, and then someone else comes, pulls up. Oh, by the way, by the way, if you ever go to a mobile coffee van, please, please do not mistake a mobile coffee van for a drive-through coffee service, okay? Don't pull your car up next to me and then not get out and then struggle to get your arms out the window to fucking grab the cup and then pull it back in and struggle to get your wallet out of your back pocket and get some fucking scrunched up notes and kind of drop them out the window because you can't properly get... Dude, just park up and get out of the car. Just park up and get out of the car. Or maybe you're the sort of cunt that rocks up at two minutes past 12, pulls up next to the car, thinking that it's a drive-thru, even though nothing suggests that it is, and then... You drive off before I'm through finishing the sentence that I'm sorry, I've already packed up and I can't make you a coffee. Yeah, dude, 
of course your boy had tears in his eyes because it's fucking rude. And when you're trying to deliver a great service and then people don't even let you get through apologizing the fact that you can't do so, what the fuck else can I do for you at that point? If the coffee machine is turned off and like I'm meant to already be gone, what can I do for you that will make you not fucking put put up your window and drive off before I've finished my sentence? What can I do that will make you not turn around and act like I've just fucking pulled one of your nails out of your toe? What what do you want from me in that moment, you know? And obviously, like, I understand that everyone's going through their day, right? They might have had a really shitty morning and obviously I've just had, like, I guess a semi-alright morning. I've got to speak to all these people and have these great interactions. And obviously it's relative, right? I understand that it's relative, but... Don't you have a responsibility as a human to kind of bring some fucking some some manners and some common sense that like this person is just doing a job and trying to and like for you to go Ugh. like who are you who the fuck are you I'm burning fucking anti-stress incense and I'm over here going red in the face about something that happened literally over 24 hours ago that's how fucking rude this is you know you think because I'm six four and covered in tattoos and have better hair than you that I don't get hurt. Bitch, I still thought about that as I was going to sleep last night. And then when it happened to me again today, I still well up. Because it's like, damn, dude, I would make you a coffee if I could. But I've run chemical through the machine. I back flushed it and it's turned off. And I've depressurized the tanks. If you want to hang around for 20 minutes, I can turn it all back on. And I can make this completely unfinancially justifiable for you. But I can make you a coffee. But I'm guessing by the fact that you won't even let me finish my sentence that you've got some real important shit to get to. I'm guessing going to another coffee vendor and getting coffee for yourself. So therefore, fuck off. You know? Fuck me. What do I learn from this? I learn to be a better human to people when I'm not in the mood to, to deal with those situations. Like, obviously, like... They just drive off and whatever. Like, I don't even get a chance to be a cunt to them because they just fucking took off. But at the same time, I feel like if I'm in a situation where... And I feel like I already do this because I've had this happen to me literally like hundreds of times before with my coffee van. Is like, if you go somewhere and they're like, oh, sorry, I'm actually closing. It's like, oh, well, it is what it is. I should have been earlier. It's on me. It's always your fault. It's always my fault. Always. Always my fault. It's on me. If you can't make me coffee, then I'm the dickhead. That's how I feel. I had a chick repeatedly fucking cheat on me over and over and over and over again. And to this day, I believe it's my fault because if I make it her fault, I'm not accepting responsibility and I can't move forward. It's another podcast altogether. What I'm saying is, is why the fuck would you choose to be that person who makes a scene out of it and makes it like your problem that you can't get a coffee when I've like, I've literally, I've just been here for six hours making coffee. Like I've just been, you had six hours worth of fucking time to get here and you decide to come here at like the hottest part of the day when the fucking table and signs aren't out. Whatever, dude. It's all good. It's all good. Look, didn't even bother me. You know, I made a point to say last podcast that I don't talk about current events and things that are on in the news. Now, I want you to understand that I'm going to bring up a topic and even by saying the word, my podcast is probably going to be flagged and taken down or whatever because, you know, you're talking about shit that you shouldn't be and there's no political agenda, but also YouTube doesn't let you talk about things. All good. But I made the fuck up. (laughs) I made the fuck up of saying anything about coronavirus to an elderly person. That was on me. I shouldn't have said anything. When they said something about it, I should have gone, no matter what they said, I should have just gone, ha <laughs> ha, you know, 
<laughs> like that. <laughs> that should have been my response. So it was like, it was one of those conversations where it was like, da 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 da, oh da 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 And then this is the old person and she was like, I just hope that the virus doesn't cross the border. And then instead of me going, ha ha ha, I went, I just hope that it's actually real. And then she's gone, you're not one of these. And it was at that point when she said these, when she said, you're not one of these, at these, I was like, you fucked up. You fucked up. It was at that moment, Jake knew he fucked up. And then pretty much like, I should have just got out of fucking deck chair and sat down on that bitch and fucking got comfortable because she was in for a fucking argument that I didn't even know I was in at that point. And she's like, oh, you're one of these people who fucking, I live in a retirement home. Obviously like still a customer, heaps of respect, heaps of love, all good. Thank you for buying coffee. But also, also, there's just one thing that she said that kind of fucking got under my skin and made me want to go crazy. So here it is. So she goes, you know, you're not one of these people who thinks that the whole virus is a lie and rah, 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 and I'm not even going to give you my opinion on, on how I feel about that, that particular thing that she said, because that's actually delving in too much into a current event or what the news is. So I don't even want to go there. But she goes, you know, I live in a, in a old person's bloody retirement village, whatever fancy word you want to call it. And you know, like I've got this particular condition and my partner has this condition and my neighbor has this condition. We've got all these underlying health issues and we've all got our shots and rah, rah. And if it came, came to our retirement village, then we'd all fucking, we'd, we'd be up shit creek without a paddle and rah, rah, rah. So you have a re- social responsibility as a young person to also be immunized to make sure that we don't get it. So I have a responsibility to you as a young person to get these shots to make sure that I don't get it to make sure that you don't get it. Hmm. But without getting too into it, because I'm not going to get into it, does having the shots, me having the shots stop me from getting it, stop you from getting it? Don't you have some sort of social responsibility of knowing what the fuck you're talking about before you give someone else a social responsibility? Isn't there somewhere where you have to have such a deep understanding of that topic that you get to a point where you're like, oh, really? Fact, 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 fact. But if you're just emotionally speaking from some shit that you've seen on the news for the past 18 months, bitch, shut the fuck up. What? You want me to... What? What? What are you talking about? You've had the shot. You can still get it. That's the reality. Now you want me to make the same mistake that you made and get some shit they made up in a lab they're not even sure works yet to fucking... What? Shut the fuck up. Why am I involved in this conversation? Why are we standing here? Literally, this transaction ended when I handed you a coffee. Goodbye. You know? Goodbye. That's what that is. Goodbye. But no... Fucking wish I hadn't have said, oh man, so dumb. But it's just been a fucking, I think that's one of those things as well. Like that was at the end of yesterday. And as I said, I was coming into the day a bit fucking, I was coming in like fatigued anyway. So, uh, and like even today, I felt like my ability to, I, I put it down the most to like talking shit because I feel like that's what um, that's what most of the conversations that you have on the coffee van are, is talking shit. And not at all to like a, not at all negatively. I mean that as in like, that's your job. You should be able to like, especially me, like 
I like being a quick-witted, kind of smart-ass sort of young bloke that like, I might say something you disagree with, but I say it with a smile and I make you smile. And that's the whole point of it. I wasn't trying to get an opinion out of you. I just wanted you to be happy for a second through a bit of cheekiness. And sometimes a bit of cheekiness takes a fucking a shitload of being intelligent because you know that like, oh, I know I can get a rise out of this sort of person. And in a way, that's kind of what I was doing with this old person. I was like, oh, I just hope, you know, it's the, the virus is real, you know? And it's like, then she turned it into a series and she's like, oh, here's an opportunity for me to teach this person instead of it being like, oh, ha ha ha, yeah, you know? No, 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 I'm going to tell him that he needs to get the shot. Bitch, you need to understand what Ethereum is, you know? You need to understand how the internet works. You need to understand how media works in 2021. You don't need to tell me fucking anything because chances are, whether you like it or not, I'm probably heaps smarter than you. And I'm not saying that from an egotistical standpoint or as someone who's trying to brag. I'm saying it because the amount of information that I've processed just this year may supersede everything you've learned your whole life. Because this generation and literally everyone who's like, I'd say under 30, has essentially grown up in a world where information it like is so readily available about anything and everything that we really shouldn't be fucked with because if we're actually paying attention to what's going on in society and around us and like humanity in general we're super smart we're super up to date with what's going on because we don't know anything else right so in that circumstance just go along with a joke you know and if you want to have that conversation that realistically you shouldn't be having with strangers to begin with but if you do want to have that conversation, can we not talk about it out in the fucking open where there's wind blowing and there's cars going past and shit? Because that's a really in-depth conversation. That's like something where like, honestly, you have to hear my side of the story and I have to hear your side of the story. And we have to be willing and able to understand that we're coming from different points of view and that both of us are right and both of us are wrong. You know, this goes back to taking responsibility for what you do and don't know. Right? Whatever, dude. But... You know, even today, uh, I felt like my, my wittiness and my sharpness and my ability to come up with like, bah, 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 you know, one, two, threes, um, wasn't as kind of, you know, it wasn't as uh, lightning quick as I like it to be. And that's because like, I've just been fucking not getting as much sleep as my body needs as far as how much energy I've been burning doing this job. And I feel like, I don't know. I'm definitely gonna, like I put my hand up to uh, to work um, this job again. I probably burnt my bridges and being able to work on the coffee van again, just from what I've said in the past 30 minutes, but not the point. I put my hand up to work on the coffee van, but responsibly for myself, I know that I should probably only work one out of every 10 days or one out of every seven days, whatever it might be, so that not only can I do that job to the very best of my ability, but also I can continue to do what I am doing to the very best of my ability, you know? So I can still have that, that integrity, maintain my responsibility with the duties that I've given myself to try and achieve the goals that I've set for myself, you know? I feel like, dude, I don't even know what the topic of what I'm talking about is. I'm just fucking talking. Super interesting, actually. I had someone come past on the coffee van today. By the way, if you're a listener of the podcast and you came by and said hello on the coffee van, thank you. I appreciate it. All the people who were like, specifically my customers who came and saw me, it was it was a super cool feeling to think that I just like put a post up tell people I'm going to be here and they come past and, and fucking say hello and buy coffees and support and do the cool thing. Super cool. Um, one thing that a guy said to me today, he goes, you know, I listened to one of your earlier podcasts and he goes, man, it just seems like you're fucking just firing. You know what I mean? Like you're just talking from the heart. You're not talking from your head. You're just having fun. You're just saying how you feel about things. And he goes, it's engaging. You know, time passes super quick. You, you get like so tied into what you're talking about. And like, I thought to myself, like, 
that's actually what I'm trying to do is talk from my heart and not from my head. It's to like, as I, as I talk about these topic heads where I kind of come up with just a little bit of an idea and I let myself ramble on into this fucking green light into my iPhone about everything that I think about that idea. And I just let it, all these things that I've already thought and I've instilled into myself is like, right, that's how I feel about this thing and being able to vocalize it into the camera for you to listen to. So super great to hear that feedback. And I can't believe it's like a regular thing now that I have people telling me like, Oh, I listened to this podcast and like really, I really related to this thing or I didn't relate to this thing. It's such a, like, I still feel like I'm talking to three people who listen to this and like, obviously props to those three people. But now I'm learning that there might actually be like 10 people out there listening to me religiously or maybe even 15. And obviously this whole process is just like, I've got to keep doing this until I have a hundred thousand people listening to me and to have a hundred thousand people listening to you, you have to come from a stage of having, fucking 10 people listening to you, three people listening to you, you know? But yeah, there's something, I don't know. When you start to embrace when you're, that, that you're at the start of something and obviously you have ambition for it to be a super big thing, whatever it might be. Uh, when you get used to being the person who is at the start, it's, it's pretty much the time frame that it takes for you to appreciate that, you're, that you are the newbie, that you are amateur and that you are beginning once you start like embracing that, you're already past it. You know, like I still feel like I am like the newest person at podcasting. If anybody asks me for advice, I'll be like, fuck, I don't know. Anybody asks me advice on how to start your own brand and business, like here's what worked for me. But in all honesty, I don't know because I'm coming in with fuck all experience. And the only experience that I've got is a whole heap of shit that didn't work. Here are the few little things that did. And in that, I'm already like putting myself as like, right, you're not at the start line anymore. You've taken two steps, but it's still a 42 kilometer marathon. And it's probably about another 9,900 steps ahead of you, you know? So it's still a case of like finding that, it's still a case of like still embracing that I'm new, still embracing that I'm amateur and I don't know what I'm talking about, but also in that appreciating that, right, we're in the race, we've got our shoes on, we've got the short shorts on, we've got a little singlet on, a fucking pair of Oakleys, we're running, all good. We've started, you know, it's a, it's a, it's exciting when you let yourself be new at something as well. When, like, I remember Joe Rogan saying, um, he likes starting new things because he's terrible at them. Well, he doesn't like starting new things. He likes it when he's terrible at something at the start, because that is one of the few times in life you have the opportunity to be really shit at something. You know, there's, there, there is no way I can possibly think that I'm a brilliant businessman. If I'm sitting here with no money in my bank and I have no real, you know, fucking business to talk about other than a small community that I built in rah, rah, rah. It's like, how can I say that I'm a great businessman? And in that, it gives me permission to make mistakes. It gives me permission to make like ridiculous mistakes that I probably shouldn't, but also at the same time, it doesn't matter because it doesn't cost anything because I'm not working with tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm working with a hundred dollars. I'm working with $200, you know? So it's just kind of, it's cool. It's cool, you know? And maybe like full circling all this, I feel in a way that's what, that may be the thing. Like with coffee, I don't feel like I'm on, I don't feel like I'm day one at all. I feel like I know that so well that I got two coffees into making these coffees that first shift, however many days ago. And it was just like, oh, this is what I do. And I started having fun with it. And I'm talking to people. I'm doing all the little things that I used to do on my coffee van. And I'm just... I'm letting it be um, a, a fluid motion rather than something that I'm going through the steps. The less that I think, the more that it happens nicely and it turns into something beautiful, you know? And in that, 
that's where like I let myself get so hurt from these people saying these things like, Ugh, and then going away. It's because, bro, it's not like I packed up early because I want to go home earlier. Like in all honesty, I worked for eight hours on average all four days that I worked and only got paid for seven because I would rather do this shit properly. You know, my boss said to me like, oh, don't worry about the dishes. We'll do them with boiling water under thing. Rah, rah, rah. I took them home and washed them anyway. You know what I mean? Like little things, just little things where it's like I take that responsibility on because I have more interest in seeing the job done properly that I know how to do that I'm I'm not an expert at, but I would say I'm a professional at this. I've been paid to do this for years on end. I know how this works. I will do a good job. And by you having that moment or the homeboy having that moment saying that, it's like, man, I'm not a fucking, like, I'm not doing this personally to you. Fuck, if it was, if it was my choice and I had magical powers, I'd power this machine back up right now. It'd be full of fucking pressure. There wouldn't be any chemical in the system. I'd be able to run you a brilliant coffee like I've been running all day. But that's not the reality, you know? And that's why it kind of hurt me a bit more. That's why I like failing with black ink and these little lessons that I learn. I don't spend the rest of the day going like, oh, fuck, you know, I've got this stock sitting here or this didn't sell as well as I wanted it to or I don't have as many followers as I thought I'd have or I've only got three people listening to my podcast. It's like, yeah, cool, cool. If I've been doing podcasts for a year and I had 300 and something of them on the internet and I was still only had three listeners or 12 views on each of them, might be a good sign to fucking change what you're doing or stop, you know what I mean? Or maybe then you can get emotionally upset and go like, why is, am I just not interesting? Do people not want to listen to me because X, Y, and Z? That's when you let yourself tear up, you know? Man, this has been fucking 40 minutes of me rambling and I don't think I made a single point yet. I've just kind of had heaps of things on my mind that I just like, I called my mum before and I was talking to her. I'm like, I, I had this and this happened, but I don't want to talk about it because I feel like I just want to express it all on the podcast. So, but one thing I did notice the other day is episode 23, which was the um, Opportunities and Imagination, I think it's called, uh, where I'm wearing the um, Tommy Hilfinger fucking America flag shirt, which is one of my all-time favorite shirts. But yeah, it's just like one of my op shop finds that I fucking fell in love with and I wore a few times and now it's like been in storage forever and I got it out the other day and gave it a steam and I was like, oh, this is fucking, this is cool as fuck, you know? And I ended up recording that podcast after I finish work for the first time on the coffee van on Sunday night. So I've posted it Monday morning. And um, the thing that I realized is like right now and then just firing on all cylinders because all I did was spend all morning in that mind frame of, um, you know, just like problem solve, problem solve, problem solve, problem solve as in customer, 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 equation, 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 coffee, coffee, coffee. And then like coming here and it's like, just give me a topic and I'll fucking da, 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 because my mind's in that, in that state. So without having to actually get a job where I am working for all those hours in the morning, I'm, I'm kind of interested to find something that gets me into a position where it puts me in a problem solving situation. Like whether it's going for a ride on my push bike or, you know, going and having a conversation with someone and then recording my podcast, whatever it might be. I'm now kind of on the hunt for finding that activity, which gets me into a place where I'm I'm on that constant like problem solve, problem solve, problem solve, and then hit the podcast so I can keep that same flow and that same energy. So look, fucking exciting podcasts to come. What are they about? I don't know. I don't know. But what I will say, time to fucking, time to do some homework, right? So this weekend, if you're listening to this, the day it was released, which was Friday, the 24th of August, 2021. Don't forget tomorrow, we have a group ride for motorbike. Louis, 
I'm doing some shout outs. Go play with your toy somewhere else. Come on, do me a favor. Oh, just fucking play with it there. All good. Uh, we've got our group ride heading out from the Jalorup service station. We're going to meet there at 9.30 for some chips and coffee. We're going to put the stands up at 10 and do fucking burnouts and lay licorice all down the road. Then we're going to go for a ride, get some food, get some drinks, hang out. It's not going to be too long. It's going to be like two, three hours. Obviously, if you're not listening to this on Friday, the 24th of August, 2021, and you do want to join in the group rides, just know that we're holding them every fortnight. So if you can't come this week, definitely follow the page, follow the Facebook, follow the Instagram. There's plenty of information on where and when they're going to be held. But quite simply, they leave from the same place at the same time every fortnight. Everybody is welcome. If you've got a cool car, bring your fucking car along, come with us. Everyone's welcome. Well, look, I'm just looking to build a community of people who are looking for an excuse to go for a ride on their motorbike or they're looking for an excuse to do something on the weekend. This is the excuse. It happens all the time. We can go and have fun. Just meet people that are fucking like-minded, that are interested in having fun and spending time on their fucking beloved vehicles and, and all the rest. It's just, I'm, I just feel like I've got this uh, almost a responsibility, you know, I've got this responsibility. I know, um, so my dad used to tell me about all these crazy things that they used to do when he was younger. They would always be fucking, you know, going on rides and doing this and that. And I realized the difference between then and now, literally now, there's just nobody organizing these things. You know, and if you don't want to go on fucking club runs or join the Harley owners group and hang out with people who are fucking 70 years old riding bikes that they really shouldn't be, you know, that want to do fucking 10Ks under the speed limit with ACDC, I've already gone too far on that, but you know what I mean? But, you know, just having someone who's fucking young and passionate and doing the damn thing and creating these events for people to come along to that don't involve doing heaps of drugs or drinking heaps of piss or smoking heaps of cigarettes. You can literally just rock up, have fucking 50 bucks in your back pocket for some fuel and a couple of drinks and have a wicked half day out and still have some daylight left when you get home. This is the thing. This is for you. You know what I mean? It's a responsibility of mine to provide this information for people and this opportunity for this community to develop and the rest is just going to do itself. You know what I mean? The rest will just do itself. So all I'm doing now is creating this thing that is happening and reoccurring that everyone is free and welcome to come along and join. So if you're listening and you're thinking about it and you're like, oh, I don't know, Jake's a hell cool guy and I don't know what I'd say. Bro, say hello. That's how it works. You know what I mean? Trust me. I'm as scared as you as you are of me. It's probably not the case. I'm not putting myself up on a pedestal. I'm just saying it might be the case, you know? Anyway. I think that's all I've got to say. Tomorrow morning, we've got the white OP releasing on the website. It's going to be promoted on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. So if you don't know, now you know. Uh, what else we got going on? I've got huge things happening back into Black Ink that I don't want to talk about because I don't talk about things before they're happening. But I have got exciting things. My caravan looks like it might be sold. I don't want to say too much and jinx it. So it's a, it's a really strong might that the people who are buying it say they're definitely buying it, but it's not happening till next week. So it's, nothing happens until the fat lady sings. And even then she could be using a recording. So I don't trust it, you know? When I've got the money in my hand, the caravan's gone down the road, then it's sold. So yeah, there's just, uh, now that I've got this bit of uh, work on the coffee van done and I've kind of got, you know, Friday and the weekend coming up and got a new product release and I've got just heaps of cool things happening with Black Ink. I'm just excited. Oh, hang on. I've got a low buddy battery. I'm excited. I'm, uh, I'm just trying to, just trying to find, just trying to fucking figure out what I want to do first sort of thing, you know, cause I've had the last three days in the back of my mind thinking about what I might do. And now it's like, right, what are we doing? Right. Let's go record a podcast. Let's make this happen. Do, 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 do. So 
Oh, what I can say, this is pretty cool, is uh, I'm getting my Ranger sign written. So I put up a question on my story yesterday on Instagram uh, where people think my black ink number plate is going on. It is going on the Ranger and it is going to be sign written with a full fucking black ink promotional thing on there. So keep your eyes peeled for how that's going to look because I'm going for a bit of a different vibe to it. I don't want it to be like a... I don't want it to look like it's just some mind site car with a business on the door and, oh, here's what we do and here's my phone number and here's my website. I pretty much want people to look at it and be confused as to what I do but also have some idea of what's going on. So I've got a few ideas kind of floating around. I'm like 60% sure on how I want it to look but step number one is getting the number plate on there. Step number two is getting some... um, getting some kind of like rough ideas happening. My sign writer's actually away on holiday at the moment. So I've got probably about a week up my sleeve before the ball starts rolling on that. But I'm super excited to have that happen and, and show you guys what's going on. But yeah, other than that, I've gone over my time limit. So I'm going to fucking, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck off. Hey, so look, do me a favor. If you're thinking about doing something, just recapping on, on what I've talked about in this episode, please don't let the idea of like, because you've got a job mean that you can't do it. What I'm saying is, if you have a job and you have an idea and you want that idea to actually turn into something one day, you don't want to grow old thinking like, oh, I could have fucking, you know, I I could have made my own brand or I could have been a mechanic, uh, you know, I could have had my own mechanic workshop or I could have done this or I could have done that. You got to do it, but you got to be really fucking smart and you got to be really disciplined, right? You need to give real time to that thing and you need to start with the absolute smallest possible thing. You need to do that really well and then do the second thing. And don't start doing the second thing until the first thing is done really well. Don't push anything to the side and go, I'll come back to that. If it's in front of you, do it. Do it, right? Now, I know that can be interpreted in a million different ways, so I'm sorry if that's a bit vague, but that's the fucking advice I'm giving you now. A more important bit of advice is be good to your mum because motherfucker, I'm out. Yeah!